0: Yeah, you've got the treat already yeah health labs milk chocolate bars miranda's delight yeah m m y m y l k m y l k because it's um because that's it's... how you spell milk apparently. <laughs> 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 well because chocolate. it's dairy free it's in the dairy free section
1: yeah i but think
0: there are a few m y l k yeah chocolates i'm pretty sure four bars to a pack double layer chocolate Plant-based and gluten-free. I've tried this before and it's... It's good? It's really good. It looks like a a cherry ripe. It's... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's pretty much... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cherry ripe. It's just like cherry ripe. But, yeah, it's delicious. Cost-wise, how much did you pay for them? I think they were quite dear. Yeah. Um, but most, well, most gluten-free, you know, things are, things are in that. Yeah. Okay. But this, that's delicious. It's so good. Out of five stars. They're dangerously good. Dangerously good. I'll give it five. Five Five out of five. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, health lab, everything I've tried so far, delicious. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yep. Real good. Speaking of two thumbs, <laughs> <laughs> where's this going? I don't know where that's going. We need a segue to talk about the movie. Hey, I'm Ben. I'm Blake. And this is Snack and Screen. This is part of a gluten free podcast. We'll be reviewing a film each episode with a gluten free twist. It's time to pass the treats and get watching. Speaking of things that aren't delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we saw The Replacements. Yeah, we're giving our initial reactions to the 2000 sport comedy. The Replacements. Sport comedy. Sport comedy. That's how it's listed on Google. That's not maybe how it exactly came across watching it. No. We shopped for it uh, through Netflix because that's where you can... Watch it for free. Obviously, there's options for Google Play, Apple, and Amazon, but you've got to pay for that. And let's be honest, this isn't a movie you want to pay money for if you don't have to. Yeah, and we've got the ratings for it as well. 6.6 on IMDb, 41% Rotten Tomatoes, and it slides down to 30% on Metacritic. Yeah, I think the Metacritic's probably got it right there. Starring Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman, John Favreau, and Reese Ifans. When you were chatting about this movie with me, yeah, and we were sort of looking for you know a movie that was sort of fitting the time that we're watching it around, yeah, and it's coming up to Valentine's Day, yes, um, and it's also coming up to the Super Bowl. Is the Super Bowl on Valentine's Day for us? It, it, it the date falls on that date, so Monday the fourteenth. Okay. Whereas in in America it's Sunday the thirteenth, so okay, you can see how it's. Super Bowl is Valentine's Day for us, and it's not for the States. Okay. So that that was the conceit around reviewing a movie that was both gridiron-related and a romantic comedy, and yeah. there's not many of those. And I don't think that this movie actually fits into those categories either. Well, when you were saying that, you were saying, you know, like I think this movie would be like it Super Bowl be. and Valentine's Day. Yes. There's nothing to do with Valentine's Day. There's nothing... <laughs> <laughs> were you say? Were you meaning like rom com? Uh, yes, in in a sense, I was trying to find uh, a gridiron Amer- slash American football movie that had a a romantic element to it, and th- th- I'm sure there are better selections out there than this one, this sports comedy from 2000. Well, look, Keanu Reeves, year 2000, so he's fresh out of the Matrix. Yes. Wow, what a decision. <laughs> <laughs> well he was hot. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things when an actor an actor is like on a roll not well okay, oh, okay. Hot, well hot in that, okay <laughs> yeah. well you, you can interpret that whichever way you want but you know hey, not an actor, that there's anything wrong with when that. an actor's on a roll they're a box office success that that's what I mean when I say hot and so yeah. they essentially you know they'll take they'll take just about anything a lot of the time and on paper like it, it's a movie that should work Gene Hackman is a football coach like you can't find Many better actors than that. Keanu Reeves are down on his luck, quarterback. Given a second chance at the mm. big leagues, it had the ingredients there to be to be better. Like, yeah, it had the ingredients. The ing- yes. But it did not. Uh, it did not turn out well. When I took this thing out of the oven, <laughs> it's like some of my gluten-free baking disasters. Do you want to talk about those? <laughs> what the gluten-free baking <laughs> disasters? <laughs> gluten-free ups- no, I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> And I sometimes will have a conversation with Beck about it, and so I get it kind of feels like this is what we're doing with the movie no look it wasn't it wasn't that bad um it was it was kind of one of those movies you pop on yeah, when you're scrolling through Netflix and you're like, "Oh, I just need a movie, it's Sunday night, yes, I don't want to see the latest thing that they've pulled out. I don't want to pay for anything, no." Oh, okay. I, you definitely don't want to pay for and a, this. I'm, no, and a lot of people. This is the kind of movie that, that you would overlook. It's like, okay, Keanu Reeves haven't seen it. Gene Hack like like I like those both those actors, but yeah, didn't work. No, as a movie. No. Look, the good things. Some of the good elements. I thought the soundtrack was cool, purely because I love. That sort of music. I love like the American Pie, you know, Blink-182, pop punk kind of stuff. You know, it sort of had that It's that sort of vibe to it. It's for yeah. people of our yeah. um, age, um, persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? We're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so. If you're liking music that's that old. But uh, look, very, very light entertainment, I thought. Look, for me, the way they put it together... I don't think you need to be a sports fan to enjoy it no i think it's got those elements of the rom-com sort of the american pie-esque sort of thing so for me i want to see what you think of this but i thought it was like an ocean's 11 ripoff how they got all these different people from sort of you know the angry guy the guys with different talents the funny one the really conniving one and the really smart one and they put them all together and they thought that would create this monster that would then go on to, you know, they'd win the, the gridiron <laughs> championship the game. thing. Well, the game: well, this is the thing. You say you don't um, have to be a sports fan to watch. I think if you are a sports fan, it'll irritate you a lot. Yeah. Because you know that essentially you don't actually have any idea about where they're positioned with their season, why winning no. that one game kind of matters more than anything else. Because if they do, they make the playoffs. Which is great, but then they're not there to actually participate in the playoffs. There was no real focus on the actual game itself. I was so confused. They didn't really go even to the scoreboard or anything like that. (laughs) I don't think ever, or maybe once (laughs) or twice. A couple of times when the whistle went, and I'm like, I don't even. Are they playing a different game? Is this a montage? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I think the scenes outside the field were funny. Mm. I think they were probably yeah, more anything funny, that wasn't but- uh, football related. It was interesting. Yeah, and when it actually got to football, it it, it wasn't. Um, uh, yeah. The other thing too is that this is this is a made up franchise, the Washington Nationals. Even though the Washington Football Team in real life, they've actually got a lot of controversy because they had to remove the name the Redskins because that, yeah. yeah, that was really controversial. So then yeah. they just became the Washington Football Team, and now they've just named themselves uh the the Washington Commanders, commandos, command, not commandos, commanders, commanders. <laughs> yeah, the commanding, not it. the commandos. Okay, not like going commando. <laughs> going commando. <laughs> um. So init- initial reactions for you. Um. So initial reaction at first when it first started off, I thought, "Cool, I'm in for a great movie. This is going to be awesome." By the end of it, I just couldn't wait for it to be finished. Yeah basically. No, I'm, I'm the same as you. I, I had I probably enjoyed 25 to 30 minutes of it. rest of it could have done without. Had you seen this before? you hadn't seen it I before. did I, I do years remember ago. actually watching it back in high school. okay so we're talking it's, memory's hazy. 17, 18 years ago. yeah yeah okay and it felt like a better movie. Back then? Of course it did. When you're a teenager. <laughs> when it, it was now. probably hip. Yeah, hey, hey, back then. <laughs> Groovy, baby. Yeah. Our next segment is cross-contamination. Yep. So this is essentially what we didn't like about the movie. And how it got... Either it didn't get cross-contaminated or it definitely did get cross-contaminated. Yep. It felt like a big heap of gluten was just (laughs) just dumped on this film and it just ruined it for me i think the reasons for that too like you you think of the pacing of the movie it's a bit all over the shop yeah like there are some parts um you know with the love interests and stuff that you think if you expanded that out a bit more and then they rushed back to the team and then it was back to falco and that that kind of changeover didn't work, and I think a lot of the stereotypes that you were talking about—that it's like an Ocean's Eleven ripoff for a sports movie—essentially, mm. it's fat jokes, it's Asian jokes, it's um, stupid guy jokes, it's yeah. um, the cheerleaders. <laughs> you know, when in that scene where they're auditioning as cheerleaders, yeah. and it's like it's every female stereotype yeah. you can think of. So they were essentially just trying to cram in a ton of stereotypes. Yeah. And John Favreau's character too, who was just a meathead. Oh, absolutely. Bateman. It's amazing that he's gone on to be an acclaimed director. When you I know. Think of I know. Some of his and then he went and did like Iron Man and everything. Yeah. And the Lion King. And he's, <laughs> he did the Lion King. He, he directed the Lion King. What yeah. the latest, the latest, one. uh, oh, okay. live adaptation. Okay. But he's, he's, he's gone and done amazing, <laughs> things. amazing work. Um, he was really young in this though. Yeah. Like, well, relatively, well, relatively in his thirties. In his thirties. Yeah. Yeah like sort of the same age as Keanu. Um, yeah, I thought it was very stereotypical. Mm. Um, and I don't think you could even really get away with doing a... a film oh, like n- not absolutely now. not. No, no, no this, it wouldn't pass the smell test. <laughs> no way. The other thing too, I guess, is uh, across contamination, you've got to talk about how the current players who are on strike, they were made to be incredibly obvious villains. Yeah. When in reality players who collective bargain for slightly better conditions they're not comically evil characters Mm. when you have a billionaire owner who's kind of the friendly guy to Gene Hackman as well yeah I thought that that just doesn't kind of play well now where you've got players who want a slightly higher salary are comical villains and the billionaire owner is just this cuddly old man who's kind of doing something good for the team Mm. in bringing out some uh, cheap labor yeah doesn't really play well for me no no it yeah i i thought the whole role of of um of gene hackman as well that was something else that was a a major a major red flag i i don't know um i think he could have um he could have pulled off the role a lot better I don't know whether it was the movie. I really like Gene Hackman and I love Keanu. I yeah. think he's amazing. And I love Jon Favreau. Yeah. I actually love all those three actors. I think they're great in their own right. But I think this movie was just like a, all right okay, I just got done with this big role. You know, I just need a summer project where I need a little bit of money in, in the yeah. meantime. I'll, yeah. I'll work through it. Or maybe they got like some deal or something <laughs> where it was like <laughs> through the through Warner Brothers or something. They were like, yeah. you know, you, if you're going to do this, this awesome role, yeah. you have to do this well, one Well, hey, too. yeah. Keanu Reeves, he works as a quarterback. Gene works yeah. as the coach. Off you go. Make yeah. your movie. Yeah. And this is what we're left with. It, it, it um... It just made me laugh as well because it made me think of not another teen movie. <laughs> you know how the guy gets knocked out all the time? <laughs> yeah. And then I think that's based more on um, Friday Night Lights or Friday something. Night Lights. Is that yeah, that's Friday Night Lights. it. And Varsity Blues. Varsity it's, Blues. It's that's the one. Varsity Blues. That's the one. And that's yeah. maybe, maybe that's a movie. With the coach, we should, we should with the headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good spinning sound effect. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a funny movie. should do that one we I should probably. do that one anyway actually. so let's uh let's have a break there and we'll talk about our next segment. yes okay, next segment gluten free degrees of separation right so can you explain to us what this uh what it's about? sure, so within the movie that we're watching or show, I'm going to point out a gluten free fact, yeah, so it could be where they're filming has something to do with something I'm going to talk about or someone in the movie themselves, one of the actors, one of the directors or something is gluten-free or has celiac. I'm just going to throw a little gluten-free twist in there. Great. And it might take a little bit of research, but I'll do. It will. And it's entirely on your shoulders because I take zero responsibility for this segment. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair enough. All right. So this movie was shot in Baltimore and that happens to be the place of another gluten-free podcaster. Yep. Her name is Andrea Tucker. So shout out to her. She's got a, um, a podcast named Gluten-Free News and she actually gave me a shout out because I went on to uh, the Celiac Project yep. and talked to Mike and Cam. That's another uh, Celiac podcast. Yep. Great podcast. Um, and Andrea Tucker always gives them shout-outs. And obviously, because I went on their show, she gave me a little shout-out in her um, five-minute segment that she does. And, yeah, everybody, you should go listen to that that show. It's really cool. She does a wrap-up of gluten-free news um, each episode. So that is, the, uh, yeah, that is the gluten-free degrees of separation. And interesting that it was filmed in Baltimore because it's a movie – based around a Washington team because I was I was yeah. quite interested about the geography of it because uh, Shane Flacco the Keanu Reeves character is kind of in a boat next to the stadium yeah and I was t- kind of thinking the geography about whether Washington, Washington has has rivers and next Water. to stadiums and what that situation was but turns out it was Baltimore which is again another interesting choice maybe it was cheaper to film there more available sets who knows Okay, so our next segment is substitutes. It's something that we would like to change about the movie. We've pointed out what we didn't like about it, but you know, if we're going to be fair with our criticism, it's probably good to offer some suggestions about what could have spiced it up a bit, what could have made it more entertaining. How can you avoid that cross-contamination? Yeah. <laughs> There's no point whinging about it if you're not going to solve it. Exactly. So what would you have substituted out of the movie? Whether it's plot details, whether it's actors, what what could have changed it up and made it better? How long you got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we've got
0: as long as this podcast affords us. <laughs> Not, long. Not long. Um. I, uh, yeah, so many things. Um. I think the makings there, it had the makings of a great movie. You know, you had, it could have just been that cool, you know, sporty sort of rom-com, mm. but they... Just really screwed it up big time. Yeah, I I think the actors themselves are really good, but they could have substituted someone in. I think it could have worked. Look, if you got like a Paul Rudd, some Will Ferrell in there, um, if you put just such funny, funny comedians, current comedians now, but even going back to the 2000s, you know, you could have popped in, I don't know, what, Jim Carrey. Yeah, um, I, I think five years later, this is a Will Ferrell movie absolutely when you I, think about uh the, the basketball movie that he did dodgeball uh not, not dodgeball no that was that was a dodgeball movie that was Vince Vaughn you know the basketball movie that he did uh Will Ferrell semi-pro semi-pro the ice that skating had Will Arnett, movie yeah um, Will Arnett would have been a great Will substitution Arnett. to I reckon the the substitute that I I thought about like the love interest um Annabelle, which is Played by uh, Brooke Langton. Yeah, I think if you had someone more high profile like a Jennifer Aniston, absolutely, someone like that, I think could it could have made that character a bit more three dimensional. Yep. Um. But again, enough. I guess you've got to uh, blame the directors and the writers for that role more than the actor because they just they're there to deliver the lines. Right? Absolutely. I think if you had made someone a bit more interesting in that role, could have fleshed it out a bit more. You got me thinking now. Um. Yeah, The Rock. The Rock. Um, back, if in I two, think, back in 2000? Oh, um, has he started? No, back in... Di- di- like, if you were talking about redoing this oh, currently... redoing it now. Like, getting The Rock in, and mm. him being, like, the last substitution that they get in, and it's like, who can we get that's, Could, like... Would you, you believe that someone, like, as, as physically imposing as The Rock would be um, left to kind of scrape... Well, that's how that's how he started his company. You know he got rejected from Gridiron. yeah. And that's how he started his five bucks company and became like the freaking biggest superstar biggest in, the in the world going into wrestling yeah. and everything. Yeah. And that would be really fitting for him mm. if he did a movie like that. Not yeah. that he probably accepted it anyway. He's too big and too well-known now yeah. for, that to, for anyone to ever believe. That. Yeah. It's like if you you know got like the cast of Jumanji. Mm. Um, Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that would, that would really work. That's true, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Imagine that, <laughs> Kevin Hart and The Rock. They're just like a, yeah. they're an awesome team. Um, yeah, that sort of cast, I think that would be hilarious. That's the thing. That. I think either it's a movie that has, it, it's, it's caught between two stalls of taking itself seriously and trying to be funny. It was trying too hard. Whereas you've got to lean into one or the other, like yeah. either lean into the comedy side of it exactly. or become like any given Sunday where it's like, it's a prop or Friday night lights where it's a proper American football movie. You can't, you, you can't, can't be caught in between. No, no. The one that did do that for me talking about comparisons, little giants, little giants. Yeah. yeah I classic. thought that was perfect. Yeah. That just took the absolute Mickey out of gridiron but it also had this like sensibility to it that Mm. was like oh yeah you know yeah well I think yeah yeah, perfect demographic and it's a yeah it's about amateur kids just having fun essentially yeah wrap up so wrapping up this first review episode um yeah the replacements it's in the can yeah it's done yeah it's available now on Netflix if you've got nothing else to watch that's a terrible advertisement isn't it but it's yeah that's what we thought of it yeah if you want to get involved if you have a suggestion of either a food for us to try or a movie or show for us to review please get in touch and send us an email at aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com or you can always hit us up on instagram and send us a dm on there and we are at family. it's a gluten-free family So next episode, I think we've got a bit of a classic coming up. Again, another Netflix entry. We're going back even further than 2000, back to the mid-90s and the meeting of probably two of the best actors of their generation. We did foreshadow it in uh, the previous episode that we did. So people, if you were listening, you might um, know the show that we might be doing. But um, I have never seen it before. You have seen it. A long time ago. I'm keen to watch this one. I'm very keen. I'm keen to rewatch it. All right. Well. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Thanks all right. for listening, everyone.
1: See we'll see time. you next time.
0: Bye. This has been a Gluten-Free Podcast production. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time. we talking oh, Did You know <laughs> yeah, you get like that backwards yeah, uh, burp. Yeah, yeah that goes burp. in. And it's like a reverse it's, burp. It's, reverse burp. <laughs> it's not. It's none of those things. It has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. And the and the and the You just kind of go like, whoa. Step back a little bit. Yeah. Just like, yeah. not so much. Getting excited, not so much.